Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. This is a special edition of Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Live from the Sirius XM studios in New York City, this is Busted Open. Your only destination for daily pro wrestling talk in the entire world. From the independent scene to the main event of WrestleMania, no one covers pro wrestling like Busted Open. Eddie Guerrero was busted open. Hot topics, breaking news, and interviews with some of the biggest names in the game. A show designed for the fan by the fan. Old school. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object meets new school. Busted Open. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Live now. This is Busted Open's Women in Wrestling Special with Thunder Rosa and Tasha Steeles. Here are your hosts, Dave LaGreca and Tommy Dreamer. Welcome to Busted Open, very special edition Women in Wrestling. Two amazing guests we're going to have today, Thunder Rosa from NWA Power, and Tasha Steeles, the newest member of the Impact Wrestling family. And to do this special with me is my tag team partner whenever we do specials on Busted Open. And that is the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, the one and only Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, how are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Hanging in there. Love doing these specials because it makes you uh, just really think back about the evolution of the professional wrestling business. And, uh, you know, this is about the women. And I want to also say it's a different type of, uh, I want to say, almost like the paying the dues process or coming up the right way and seeing that your uh hard work and labor is finally paying off for you because both the ladies we have today have certainly paid their dues, continue to pay their dues, but are doing it the right way. Uh, and I got a lot of respect for both of them. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of NWA power and the NWA women's champion right now is Thunder Rosa. And she's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. And when you look at the beginning of 2020, what a great 2020 she has had. What a great, beginning of 2024, the NWA and NWA Power. And, you know, we talk about faces of the show, faces of the franchise. If you look at buzz and you look at popularity, I think the face of NWA Power right now is their women's champion, Thunder Rosa. Uh, I would agree. I think Nick Aldis would have uh, something to say different about that because he, be he wants to be the face of uh, the NWA. But, uh, yeah, man, it's – listen, when you're a champion, and I know people, you, they say, well, you really didn't win anything. That's not true. You are chosen to be that champion and represent that company. Uh, and you are the best. And for when that happens, you do have to or should have to live up to a certain standard. And if you don't, trust me, they will quickly take that title off of you. So, uh, you know, champions 
when I say this in the wrestling industry, champions and championships are won and lost uh, behind the scenes. But when you become a champion, there's really your hard work really does pay off for you uh, that way. And it's, it's a great feeling. You know, it's funny, you know, there are those fighting champions and there are certain champions that answer the call. Amazing to me, Tommy, we're talking about Thunder Rosa and then there you go. The NWA women's champion, Thunder Rosa, joining us right now on Women of Wrestling Busted Open. How are you? Oh, my God. Where do I start? I mean, I'm so tired. Being, I'm serious, like my kudos to every single parent that is homeschooling lately. It's not easy on top of like trying to do your work at home. It's crazy, man. I, I honestly, like today I was like, oh shit, am I going to make it? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm excited to be here. And, you know, um, after this, I'm going to eat what I just cooked and then I have to go to training. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Well, you're, you're talking to two dads here. So we feel your pain, Thunder Rosa. But, you know, Let's be a distraction at least for a little while for you before you, you go and serve dinner. You look at the NWA and you look at Tuesday nights, and obviously the world we're living in right now is completely off kill. It's totally different than what I'm sure you planned for your months of March, April, and May, but yet you're still the NWA Women's Champion. How are you dealing as far as NWA power right now during this pandemic? Well, it kind of, I mean, it, it's kind of sucks because um, we had uh, we had stuff planned to do more tapings and then, you know, COVID happened and like everything just stopped, you know, and it's like, it's been like the transition from, you know, wrestling all the time and just being on the road and, and just doing that to like, oh man, now I have to create content that has nothing to do with me slamming people on, on, on a mat, you know, and still be uh, relevant when uh, all this is over. So um, it's been a, I mean, it's been a seamless transition for me because it's something that I was going to work anyways for myself. Um, and I'm like, I mean, it is important that we learn new skills that are not necessarily, you know, tie in with being a professional wrestler. That is everything else that has to do with entertainment. So um, yeah, it is hard for me not to, not, not to see my peers and not to see myself on, on TV on new episodes, but it is what it is. Yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting that you say that. I know, you know, I started wrestling in 1989. I had a whopping two matches, but it's still, that's my start. And then in uh, 90, I had four. So I really started around 1991, I feel. So that's when I was kind of you know, wrestling every weekend. There are more opportunities for wrestlers, independent wrestlers, to get their name out there, as well as to make money doing what you do i mean i follow you on social media you're always posting that you're working out you're doing stuff and you said create content you know companies need to create content for their existence but honestly we need to create content uh for our existence as well yeah what are you what are you doing like you have an only uh, fans or patreon i do not have an only fans or patreon i want to leave that to the last resort for my for myself to like sustain myself i the fans have been absolutely amazing i've been able to make the money that i was making uh when i was doing live shows on merch sales and also a lot of the fans they you know they buy like they purchase a lot of uh pictures uh custom videos and stuff like that so yes i i have i created my own website too uh, and that's helping a lot because that just like 
people send me a special emails and with the special orders and stuff. So I've been working on that. Um, like I said, I don't want to do Patreon yet because I want to work on YouTube. And I know once I'm able to monetize YouTube, I'm able to do super chat, which means when I'm there, people can donate money. And I literally have to do nothing but entertain people live. And um, that's what I want to do for now. When you got that, just work, watch out for uh, music and music rights because it will screw you and you'll never get it back again. Learn uh, from I know, me. I, I know. I, I, we were supposed to be monetized last month and then they told us we clear everything. I had to erase probably like 20 videos. We had to revamp everything. So, um, yeah, I learned my lesson the, the, bad, yeah. the bad way, but we're working on it. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> you know, like I think at this point now, and we weren't sure when this first happened what life was going to be like, but I think we all kind of have to evolve and adapt now because I think the world is going to be completely different on the other way. And I know for Tommy and I doing this show, we kind of hit a, our stride. We gained a lot of momentum and NWA Power gained a lot of momentum and now that's kind of been you know put on pause do you think you can get, get that momentum back and is it going to be difficult getting that momentum back um i mean we are like i said we are evolving as a team we are trying something new called carney uh, carney land so you guys are going to get to see us in a different aspect without you know um sacrificing our characters and i think i'm like really excited about that because it's like something that i'm working on my own for my personal page and now i can use it in in nwa so we're trying to keep our fans as engaged as possible even if it's in a different aspect again because we are not able to deliver wrestling because um nwa believes it, that we should stay safe and we should not be wrestling and traveling as much as other companies do, you know, because you never know uh, if you're going to get it or when you're going to get it because, you know, we can be carrying a COVID and you don't even know and you mm -hmm. just keep passing it, you know. So um, they're being very cautious about that. And, um, you know, once things start like losing enough and stuff like that, we're going to try to like do content with, the, you know, with people together. I, I mean, I've done content with Gally because he's my neighbor. Uh, here in Texas, things are like slowly getting back on track. So like next week they're opening gyms and stuff. So, um, you know, we're, we're doing our best to stay safe. Uh, and um, again, uh, it, it's up to the fancy who they want to continue to be, you know, engaged with us. And for me, in my, in, in my arena, fans have stayed engaged and I have created a, a bigger platform during this time. And I've received so many awesome messages, people telling me that I, because of me, they've been able to be entertained, that I, I'm very positive, that, that I'm one of the few people that they continue to follow the whole entire time. And they're and they really um, appreciate the time and effort that I'm putting to to put this on on you know on social media. How are you gonna? Uh, again, I know you're really into uh, working out. Uh, how are you really gonna feel about going back to a gym? Um, you know, I've been working out the whole entire time. I've been working out outside. I come and like wash my hands, shower right after, put the stuff on and the, and the dirty clothes. And you know, I am trying to get a fight in the next couple of months. So I need to get in the gym. I need to roll with other oh, people. Wow. So um, the danger is going to be there, but you know, I, I have to provide for my family and I have to do certain things. So, um, you know, I want to fight again. And if I don't train with other people, it's going to be very difficult for me to like, you know, level up my skills. So, I mean, I've changed a lot of stuff. I'm much more cautious. I'm much more cleaner with my stuff. So I like literally live with like a, a uh, a Lysol bottle in my backpack and, you um, know, hand sanitizer and stuff like that. 
I have found myself, I have my own little home gym and I have, you know, getting motivated is, is hard because some days I just want to sit on the couch for six hours. But once I get into the mode or I reach how I always call it my ultimate fat zone where I'm like enough is enough. Uh, I guess, are you finding yourself doing anything different? Like uh, two reasons, one training and two eating. Like for me now, I have this obsession with having oatmeal in the morning. And it's like, I want to say it's like my quarantine thing because I wasn't a big oatmeal fan. And now I'm like throwing like peanut butter in there, just different things with plain oatmeal. So you got, and, and training, like now I'm starting to hit a groove where I actually enjoy training by myself and doing certain little things where I'm actually able to do a push-up because because of years of injuries I can't do push-ups but now I'm able yes. to do them so you got anything like that um well for like two weeks straight I was eating ruffles like the cheese ruffles every single day with sour cream like I just wanted to eat that then I was eating a ton of ton of this these are called mazapanes which is like a peanut sugary candy Mexican candy until I got really sick so I stopped eating that <laughs> then I start eating Oreos but it's just like a little bag I don't I don't splurge too much and I just been able to maintain my my diet for the most part and like one of the things that really saved my ass I will say is running and shadow boxing I hate shadow boxing but I've seen the results of putting you know all those reps on, on my shots and stuff and like my, my body movements and stuff. I don't look as robotic and I'm more fluid. So uh, I've been working on that the whole entire quarantine, which has been really hard because I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to get somebody to help me out and give me like some guidance, send me some videos. And, uh, and I've been working on that. My push-ups, I'm doing push-ups every day, a hundred, a hundred squats and a hundred abs. And then I'm doing some like men, men makers every single day, every wow. single day. Yeah. I'm jacked. <laughs> yeah. Thunder Rosa is definitely Jack. We're going to come back, talk more about her career and what's next. We'll do that with our Women of Wrestling special, Tommy Dreamer and I, when we're back right here on Busted Open. Boxing, culture, lifestyle. The Yak and Barack Show. Floyd Mayweather a while back was kind of discrediting young fighters that are calling Manny out. And that's what Floyd's about. That's why Floyd fought Conor McGregor, because it's business. It's about making the biggest payday. All these fighters want to fight each other, but there's a reason they're calling out Manny, and you can't blame him, especially after the win he had against Keith Thurman, man. It's a business, man. It's prize fighting. Weekdays from noon till 3 Eastern. Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. This is Busted Open's Women in Wrestling special on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Here are your hosts, Dave LaGreca and ECW legend Tommy Dreamer. Welcome back to Busted Open Women of Wrestling, and we have our guest, Thunder Rosa, your NWA Women's Champion. It's so funny, Tommy, because we talked to Thunder Rosa on the phone, and we actually had a conversation about having her in our studios in New York and here we are talking from our living rooms. And, you know, Thunder Rosa looks great. And you look at us, Tommy. I, I haven't had a haircut since the middle of February. Like, it's, it's really – I'm going through my awkward again, Tommy. Yeah, it looks uh, – you look like I said, Phil Donahue. My oh, hair gosh. looks great, dude. I post pictures of my hair all the time, man. I look, <laughs> I look awesome. Well, I, I actually put makeup on. My hair – I haven't washed my hair, but just FYI. So I, I, I always put a flower, and I was like, oh, okay, I look fine. But I tried to look semi-decent for this, you know? 
No, you look great. And thank you so much for giving us the time for our Women in Wrestling special right here on Busted Open. And, you know, you talked a lot about fitness and staying fit during this time. Yes. Um, With NWA Power. And you said that, you know, NWA is doing a lot of creative things to kind of keep the momentum going. As champion, and and I said face of the franchise, and Tommy's right. I'm sure Nick Aldis would have something to say about that. But, you know, you being the champion and you definitely, without a doubt, being the most popular wrestler in the NWA, was that something that you expected? Absolutely. I've been working my ass off. If I'm not popular, what the hell am I doing, you know? I mean, I went to NWA to put myself over. That's what I went for. Nobody will give me the chance. And if I didn't give my chance a chance of myself and I mess up the first time I got out on those, you know, curtains with no music, I will be doing them as a service, you know? Um, I knew I had what it take to, to be where I am right now. And I just like, I now more than ever, I'm working harder to keep that, that spot because it's so easy to, for people to forget, you know, there's so much going on, on social media that has nothing to do with wrestling. Somebody can cut a promo and they forget about me. So I just have to remind them every time, no matter what cool person or what color or what flavor of the week is popular that week, that I'm still one of the classics. So you think about the history of the business. I consider myself a historian and like, uh, you know, me growing up, the limitedness of women in the industry, uh, you know, and then in the early eighties, you know, there was, there was a handful, but you know, yes. uh, especially a female wrestler, you know, if you, if you, it was Moolah, you had to come through Moolah. And then after that generation died and they were like an attraction, a special attraction. And then you had your Medusas who was a true pioneer for uh, the women and, and women revolution for wrestling. Uh, ECW, we used the women a lot. They weren't really wrestlers, but they were tough as tough can be. And now you see like, you know, women re- main eventing pay-per-views, women main eventing WrestleMania. That is, and I always would say this, and I know I, I've said it to you, uh, there's a, there used to be a difference. Men, you had a really good match when we're just discussing the women, like it's like, Hey, you had a really good woman's match. And now it's like, man, that was just a really good wrestling match. There's no more gender specific. Uh, How do you feel about that as a strong female performer? I love it. I I love the fact that, um, I don't, I think I talked about this last time when I was talking to you guys, uh, when I won the championship, like, it took me a little while to get to the back, but when I went to the back, like everybody was clapping and the guys, uh, Eddie, he came with me and, 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 and Sienna or Allison Kay, and he said, this was a real match, guys. This is like just like a match with, with the boys. I'm so proud of you guys. You just, just showed how tough you guys can be, that you guys are not only women wrestlers, you guys are just great competitors in general. You know, and that's the respect that I always look for every time I step in the ring because I am not just, you know, your typical girl that yeah I show my ass on Instagram I like to show like you know my femininity but at the same time I'm one of the toughest cookies in town you know and and I'm nothing to mess with because that's who I am and, and that's the same expectation that I have for anybody that steps in the ring with me you know that they have to like they have to keep up with me because a lot like a lot of them are super young and they probably don't have the same um, uh, motivation and stuff that I do but they have to like they have to step up when they get with somebody like me or somebody like you know a legend like uh, Jazz or uh, Allison Kay or competitors like that, 
you know, again, really beat your ass. I lose so many followers when I show my ass on social media. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I hate it. I got to stop doing it. <laughs> no, Tommy, be true to yourself. If you want to show your ass, show your ass. No, you know, there will be somebody that, that really want that. And they will buy it and they will ask for more. Oh, you know that. trust me. I, I know. told you this before. Yes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bear in the gay community. I accept my fans. I'm all good. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. <laughs> what, David? You didn't like that? I mean, it's the truth. Like, hey, you know, I. Love I to started, all our fans. I just started following you on Instagram. Um, <laughs> uh, so. so um, when you look at women, women in wrestling right now, and, and I love the fact that you're saying that, hey, it's not just a great women's match. It's a great wrestling match and I think that is more apparent over the last year. I mean, you're at the gym a lot. You're around a lot of fans, you know, at conventions and with the NWA. Do you see a lot more women wanting to be involved in the women industry because of the way that it's being viewed over the last year? Yes. The problem is if they stick around, because uh, okay. again, the the wrestling business is demanding a lot more from us, and I'm not talking about you know outside or just how how great your gear looks or whatever. They are demanding just as much as they're demanding with the voice, you know. So if they you know, if you can deliver, maybe you're not cut up for this, you know. And even I like that. Even me, I demand a lot from my opponent too. You know, because I want to make sure that the match is a good match. And, and, uh, and I'm not talking about botches or whatever. That happens all the time. But at least that your cardio is good and you can keep up with people. Because there's nothing worse than when you're, someone, when you're someone in the ring and they can keep up. Like, they just, even when you're going super slow, they're just like, oh, good boy. You know, you got to be an athlete, a professional athlete. And I keep preaching this. We're professional wrestlers. True. Absolutely. Has there been somebody that's been a mentor for you during this period? During this period? I've been uh, definitely been really close, you know, talking to David, David Lagana in terms of, um, you know, just creating and, and, uh, and, and, and writing and stuff like that. Cause it's mm -hmm. something that I want to do in the future, producing and creating, um, doing my own stuff. Uh, and, uh, he's like helping me a lot. Um, is just who else i've been like talking to some other people like some is there's been some other people that are not even related into any in the business they're just like we we stayed in contact and they have helped me you know a lot with you know just staying motivated and on top of my stuff because this is a time I, where i should have time to do things and not make excuses like oh my god i'm too busy right now no it's like if it's now it's not now when you know Wow. Yep. Uh, a big thing uh, we're experiencing right now is let, let's say Becky Lynch's announcement as uh, a woman. Yeah. Uh, some when you're having a child or all of a sudden you're pregnant, your career has to kind of go to the side. That that's a choice. I think a lot of women, if they think they're getting into this business, like, yes. hey, what's going to happen if? Or, I mean, she probably. I don't want to say lost millions of dollars but she was the face of the company and now that's gone i mean her husband will be making the money for it but uh do you feel that for wrestling for women or someone who's getting on like you kind of had to have your priorities in check uh because i see a lot of women who i know that wanted to have kids and now it's it's too late because they were so wrestle 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 and then all of a sudden they're older now and you know they they either can or they don't have that option anymore. 
you know what is really sad because it's a conversation that I had with my husband for a long time. And, uh, you know, if we're going to have our, you know, I have my stepson, but our own baby. And it's just like, financially, can we afford that? I mean, realistically, you know, and because I will have to stop for like at least two years. Right. You know, which is not impossible. But again, where am I going to make money? I'm going to have to get a regular job and I still have to work, you know. But um, yeah, he's like, even with, with this career and other careers, you, we have to put our, our, our plans for motherhood like on the back burner if you want to be very successful, because if you have more responsibilities and I'm talking about family responsibilities as a woman, sometimes can be very difficult. It's not impossible, but you have to like learn how to manage your time correctly. I mean, I, I have a 15 year old and uh, like I have to make time to help him with his homework. You know, that's my duty. I'm yeah. his mother. You know, I have to help him how to like teach him how to cook, how to do laundry, make sure that he's doing what he, what he needs to do. Even though he's very independent, I still have to make sure that happens. You know, and I, I feel like, yeah, for like Becky, like when I saw that, I was like, yeah, she's going to lose a ton of money. She was a champion. But you know what? Motherhood is a, it's a beautiful thing and, and you have to make sacrifices and the sacrifice is financial. You know, she can probably go and do something else, like create like baby products and people will buy it because it's Becky Lynch. You know, she just has to get creative. And I, I feel like a lot of people, perfect example, the Bellas got very creative on things outside of wrestling they have done and they've been very successful. And now both of them are going to be, become mothers, you know? So um, you just have to be, as a woman, you have to be creative in how, and other ways that you can continue to be uh, in the business, but, you know, in other aspects. Well, after you teach your 15-year-old son how to do all that stuff, you can come to my house and teach my 16-year-old daughter how to do that. We'll be straight. Man, it, take, it takes a while because at first they're like, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. And then after the <laughs> third day, you're like, okay, let me do it now, you know? So today we had a really good session on on his homework so uh we're almost done you know it's been he got like thousands of packages of work and i mean it is also i have to learn it too because I, it's been a while since i've been in, in college you know and uh, yeah. i have to reread all his stuff and whatever and I, every time i go to the teachers i'll be like can you just go back come back like i need you guys like get school back. we gotta <laughs> we gotta get back to some normalcy thunder rosa thank you yes. so much for the time this is absolutely amazing we really appreciate appreciate it stay strong and stay safe Oh, I'm like, I'm strong, baby. Oh, look at that. Every day, wow. baby. <laughs> oh, let me, let me go and do the, the Tommy you, Dreamer special. <laughs> you may want to go widescreen. Thunder Rosa, to tell everybody who's listening how they can uh, get your stuff. Come on, plug yourself. Put My yourself dear over. friends, go on www.thunderrosa.net. Purchase all my pictures, 8x10s. Posters, T-shirts, masks, everything. There's other special orders there. You can totally special order there. And also all my links are there, which is at ThunderRosa22, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also follow me on YouTube. I drop every week, I drop a new video. And I will be doing a promo slash video this Friday, which I've been working so hard and it's been so difficult because it's very personal. And I think you guys are going to love it. And um, just watch us on Carnyland. I don't know when in Carnyland I'm going to be, but that's an NWA uh, on YouTube. And yes, just follow me everywhere. You know, I'm just always working out, being positive, trying to make that money, baby, while not, we're not wrestling. And thank you guys for having me. And I'm you, still going to New York one day to do this live with you guys. All right. I you love it. it. Thunder Rosa. <laughs> we'll be back with women in wrestling right here 
I'm Busted Open. You're listening to Busted Open's Women in Wrestling special on your home for pro wrestling. Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Soccer is a passion that goes beyond the sport. And Sirius XM FC's podcast, More Than a Game, brings that passion to you. Can you believe it? In each episode, FC's panel of experts take a deep dive into club histories, iconic grounds, Anfield has erupted, bitter rivalries, and so much more. There's nothing like a Derby Day in Manchester. New episodes are available weekly by downloading the Pandora app and searching More Than a Game. A woman's place is in the squared circle. This is Busted Open's Women in Wrestling special on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Welcome back to Busted Open Women in Wrestling with myself and the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore, Tommy Dreamer, and our very special guest, Tommy, the one and only, the newest addition to Impact Wrestling, Tasha Steeles joins us. Tasha, how are you? That, that feels so good to say. The newest knockout, you know, that feels so good. I'm, I feel great. You know, I feel good. I feel, I feel really, really good right now. I'm over the moon. I wish the uh, world can see your smile uh, right now, which <laughs> it warms my heart. But before we get into all that, uh, I've known you for a while. Uh, you're, you're very, very young, but, you know, you have uh, years already uh, paying your dues and there's a whole new paying your dues process. So, uh, you know, we were talking about before you came on of how it all starts for someone. Obviously I knew you from your trainer, Damien Adams, and mm-hmm. uh, you started in wrestling school. You always kind of stood out. So I don't want to tell your story. You tell your story. Come on now, you go. <clears throat> yeah. So um, I, uh, I actually started training wrestling and uh, to late 2015, like late September, 2015. Um, I was actually at another school in Nutley. And I met Damian Adams uh, about uh, early 2016. There was a Rip Rogers seminar going on at this school. And I attended it. And Damian Adams was there because uh, Rip Rogers is his mentor. He's the same person that trained him. Um, So he he was also there as a special guest. Uh, We did a couple drills. um, And after we did a couple drills, Damian actually pulled me to the side. And he was showing me how to do a certain drill much better. And uh, I felt so good because it was something that while I was training at this school, I didn't get that one-on-one like anybody else would. So I, once he did that to me, it felt like so good. Cause I'm like, okay, you know, he was really paying attention. Like he really cares. And it was about like a, a week later, um, I ended up hitting him up and messaging him and asking if I could come train at his school and he said yes, and it was like summer 2016, I started training at his school. And from there, um, I've been training ever since. And, you know, I've been, I've been killing it all because of, because of him, because of his training and his t- teachings. You, uh, you quickly start making a name for yourself on the indies. And now, what would you feel is your first opportunity for you? I believe it's, 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 it's being here at Impact and really reintroducing myself to people because not everybody knows who I am. You know, um, I believe like majority of, of course, the Northeast, uh, a little bit of the South, Midwest, they know who I am, but it's really getting that West Coast crowd and, you know, that really down, down South crowd. Um, of course, 
everybody like just from 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 North America, just getting that crowd because that's home first. So um, getting everybody to just for me to reintroduce myself to them like that. I feel like that's just my first task. And, um, and so that way I can just keep skyrocketing, keep shining right. bright. Well, you did uh, you did a little something in Ring of Honor, correct? Yes. Yes. I did and a couple then, of things in Ring of Honor. Uh, NWA. Mm hmm. And you also had an NXT tryout, correct? Yes, I had an NXT tryout. Um, how did that go, like the NXT tryout? I, I remember you told me one thing, that it went really, really well, but mm -hmm. they didn't see you as a wrestler. No. Um, and it was just so confusing because uh, when I went and did the tryout, I was just, from the moment we did promos first, and the first day was promos, and uh, I did my promo, and I just blew everybody away from all the coaches and other fellow wrestlers that were there helping out. Um, they were just blown away by my promo. They were just, just so happy about it. They pulled me to a side a couple of times and just, you know, complimented me about it. Uh, and then just going on the rest of the three days, uh, doing the drills, doing the exercises, uh, having my in-ring match there because not too many people had in-ring matches. So I was the, second ladies match that was there and, and I was told it was the best one and just getting all these compliments and getting all these great feedbacks and, and having a couple of coaches telling me like you know they were, they were interested at the time um it made me felt really good so it just it, it just made me feel like okay now that I see that they're interested okay once I get back home I have to just turn it up 10 times more because I know probably they'll be watching they'll be watching my social medias they'll be hearing it from other people like how I'm doing since my NXT trial and it was just a couple months went by and then I just get an email saying hey well you know are you interested in being a referee and uh it just kind of it just kind of crushed me because I didn't see myself as a referee. It was just more, I was focused on becoming an NXT wrestler. You know, my, my friends are there and this is what we wanted to do. And I, and I wanted to join my friends of being an NXT wrestler. And uh, when I got, hey, do you wanna be a referee? It was just like, you know, I had to, I, I had a talk with, with uh, uh, William Regal and I just let him know like my heart and my passion is with wrestling. This is all I wanted to do since I was a little kid. And to wipe it all away with being a referee, it just, it wouldn't feel good to me. So, um, you know, I just, I turned it down and I said, I know, you know, if this is the only way of getting an NXT, then this is not my road. So I, um, you know, I, I let them know that I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just had to keep pursuing being a wrestler. And that's what I did. And I just kept going. And, and um, you know, I've definitely been pursuing Impact for a while, about a, about a year ago, you know, I, I made a debut in the, the knockouts battle royal and um and there was my opportunity to just keep impressing people and anytime anywhere i go it doesn't have to be just nwa ring of honor impact any uh you know indie promotions that i go to i, I definitely want to just keep making my lasting impressions that they know okay we can keep bringing this girl back because that helps my name build and, and that's what i did how uh old were you when you made this decision uh I like to say my age, Tommy. Um, well, well, I'm you're, 30 you're, now. What? <laughs> I thought you were like 22 years old. No, I'm 30. Well, I'm 30 now, you know, so I'm dirty 30. I'm in the dirty 30s, Tommy. Wow. 
I thought you were like 22 years old. Oh my God. Well, that's even better. I wish, I wish I was 22, man. Those were the days. Well, you, you do find out. And, re and really quick, because you mentioned Damian Adams, and I'm glad you did because I always felt Damian Adams was like the best wrestler no one's seen because oh. he is so good in the ring. And I'm glad that he's, you know, he helped you. He helped Deanna Perrazzo. So it's good that you guys have gone on to success. So I, I, I really think that that's somebody that should be talked about because he's so good at his craft. So underrated. Like he, in training, in class, he would show – like all of his matches like so he would show from like his beginner matches where you know these are the matches where he kind of messed up at you know he was moving too fast these are the things he had to correct and then he'll show matches all later on in his career of showing the difference to us and he would just say this is an example so this is what you shouldn't do in the ring this is what you should do in the ring and it's just I was so blown away watching all his matches because everything that he does he did he teaches us, and this is what we go out and do, and this is what helps us get the jobs that we we really, truly want. So, yeah, he's a very underrated wrestler, very, very underrated. The good part about it, though, uh, is that he's getting his recognition as a trainer, and mm -hmm. hopefully that opens up more doors for him because one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, Sarah Stock, uh, Sarita from Impact, and then, I remember she used to call me literally almost like once a week to try to get a job in WWE. And I was pushing for a pushing her and they just didn't see it in her. And years later, she's able to come in and be a trainer and an agent for all these women. And uh, I like, I love stories like that. And, and I think stuff like that will happen for Damien. The worst part, and probably why he didn't get the recognition, because he was always hanging out with Robbie E, and Robbie's just bringing <laughs> you down. <laughs> so I heard. <laughs> Robert Strauss-Brand. <laughs> um, you know, it's totally funny. I remember for that, that battle royal when they told me there was, and they're like, hey, we need some girls from the Northeast. And, and when you say about your, reputa your reputation and, and how people being dependent on all that stuff, I was like, I got a girl and it was you. And, and I, I remember afterwards, cause I put my name on you and you didn't, you didn't let me down. And it wasn't like, and I always tell this to people, like if I'm the coach, I'm handing you the ball. I did not ask you to score a touchdown. I asked you to get me four or five yards and you did that for me. You didn't fumble. You didn't drop the ball. And that's where, like you said, you had persistence. You didn't stand, you know, you weren't overbearing uh, and, Dave, we're talking when we were talking about to George South, he kind of did that same thing. And then Mike Jackson, mm -hmm. where they had long ass careers in professional wrestling, uh, but just like always making yourself dependable. And that's key in wrestling. Lessons to learn. Now you're part of Impact Wrestling. We expect big things. You just made your debut last Tuesday. Can't wait to watch you. We're going to have to get you on again because 20 yes. minutes is not nearly long enough to talk to Tasha Steeles. So we're going to mm -hmm. have to get you got to promise me you're going to come back on the show again. Listen, listen, you are, Dave, anything that you want, I'm yours. Wow. How about that? That's a promise. Whatever right. you want from me, I'm here for you. All right, Tasha, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you keep that promise. I never break any promises. All right. Awesome. Tasha, Tasha's how can we follow you on social media? Please. 
Uh, Instagram and Twitter is the same at Realty Steals, S-T-E-E-L-Z. Um, Facebook, of course, Tasha Steals. Follow me. Just just keep watching, you know, because Impact is going to turn up a new flavor, and that flavor is Tasha Steals. So keep keep watching. Watch her every single be. Tuesday on Access TV. We'll wrap it up when Tommy and I are back with Women in Wrestling right here on Busted Open. And now... All Elite Wrestling President and CEO, Tony Khan, discusses something very near and dear to his heart. Steakhouses. I love steakhouses. I end up eating a lot of steakhouses. Um, and I kind of alternate between uh, fish and uh, steak. To be honest, I end up uh, eating a lot of steakhouses. It's just that uh, wherever I am, I, I usually try and find one, two, three steakhouses in whatever town I, I end up in. A lot of, you know, find a lot of steakhouses there, find a couple I'm really loyal to. Same thing in London. Welcome back to Busted Open. Your home for all things combat sports is Sirius XM Fight Nation. Start your day with Hall of Fame Pro Wrestling Talk on Busted Open. Respect these men and women that build the business. Then, the Barak Show keeps you up to date on all things boxing. Boxing is the theater of the unexpected. And MMA guru, Luke Thomas, has you covered for mixed martial arts. Joe Rogan is the most important influencer in all of MMA. The fight game broken down like nowhere else. Only on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Busted Open's Women in Wrestling special on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Here are your hosts, Dave LaGreca and ECW legend Tommy Dreamer. Welcome back to Busted Open Women in Wrestling. Two great guests we spoke to today, Tommy. Thunder Rosa, your NWA Women's Champion, and Tasha Steeles, the new knockout with Impact Wrestling. Yeah, uh, what in, impressed me the most about, I'm sorry if I cut you off at a, it, slurred up on my zoom here no um, worries it's it's what we have to evolve and adapt to <clears throat> when every time i was on a card with thunder rosa she would ask me questions and there's guys in the back that wouldn't ask me questions or you know she would ask me to watch her match and how could she improve all that stuff uh same with tasha steals and because they have this drive to be better and like you know with thunder rosa said you know, hey, she's got a, a family to feed. You know, this is why she's going to preparing for another fight. She may not want to, but these are things that you have to do. Uh, with with Tasha, I noticed like every time I corrected her on something, the next time I saw her, it was it was corrected, or even it was just like uh, she was never in bad shape. But man, maybe you want to get a little bit more muscular. Maybe you want to change your look because if a company isn't sold on hiring you, you can't go back looking exactly the same way. And she took all the criticisms, uh, I don't even want to say criticisms, critiques to make them better, and it worked out for her. And I'll, I'll, it's funny because when she told me about her NXT tryout just now on the air, we did our show before the whole pandemic uh, started. She just showed up in Atlanta. And she showed up. And in Impact, we were looking for uh, an interviewer. And I was showing this girl that I brought in how to like do interviewing. She never had done it before. And then Tasha was just standing there. And I said, Tasha, can you like do this for a second? I had no clue if Tasha could talk. It was just literally you stand there. But 
she grabbed that microphone and cut one hell of a promo where I, and I've been pushing for her for like she, for about a year. I didn't think she was ready, but like I said, she was ready for the battle Royal and ready for, Hey man, she's going to have a good match against somebody. And then she cut this promo where I just stopped dead in my tracks. And I was just like, this girl's going to be a star. Wow. And there was a lot of people walking by. And as people are walking by, they're stopping. They're listening to this unknown girl who is talking. And she captivated an audience. And then I heard later other people be like, this girl can talk. And then we had Gail Kim uh, say, we really need to look at this girl, Tasha. I've seen her work. Or Madison Rain and other you know, veterans in the locker room that are like, hey, we need to do something you know, and then when the pandemic occurred, uh, Tessa Blanchard's in Mexico. She, she's not going to be there. Jordan Grace is not going to be there. It opened up slots for women. We needed women. And right then and there, I was just like, let me try to hook, up, hook something up for Tasha. And she drove, just like I did, to uh, Nashville. And she tore it up, which you'll see every Tuesday in her matches. And then after that, and I, I laugh because I don't even know when they're signing people. I read it on the internet too. And when I saw Tasha get signed, I was like, what? That's awesome. Especially now. And you saw her, the way her smile, because she's yep. been doing this for a while and driving everywhere where we're companies today as we're recording this, the Miami uh, Marlins just laid off 50% of their work staff, 50%. Wow. And it's for her to know that she's now going to get a paycheck. And for all the, the miles she's driven for all the bumps and training and the fact that she's still training to want to be better actually paid off. And I do feel that she is going to be around this wrestling business now. And if impact Impact will use her properly and whether or not in how many years, if her contract's up, somebody else wants her. But I'm very, very happy that she now has a platform to show her talents. And she hasn't even had the ability to cut a promo, like I said. So when people are listening, you have to seize that opportunity. There are overbearing people where they'll be like, I'll never bring this person back again. But just sitting back, being quiet. And when, you know, she always had professional gear, her work was always really, really good. And then boom, just like that, it happened so quickly where for me, I'm the guy who kind of put my name on her and all of a sudden she gets hired and it's just like, whoa. And then the other women in the locker room, if you gel with them, uh, I know her and uh, Kira Hogan are friends and the match she had on television was an excellent debut. And even if you watch how she came to the ring, she had an it and a swagger to her because she knew this was her shot. And I, I, I love stories like that. And I will always try to help people. As long as they put it in the work, you're going to get rewarded. And someone like that, I will always go to bat for. Yeah. And, you know, she's just talking about how she was training with Damian Adams in the summer of 2016 it's not even four years later, and she's on, you know, a top show on Access TV, like Impact Wrestling, a major, you know, pro wrestling show where she could show her talent on a week-to-week -week basis to a national audience. And in a lot of ways, Tommy, you could say she bet on herself because 
It sounded like the WWE did want her in NXT, but as a referee. And you know what? She didn't compromise. She said, I don't want to be a referee. That's not what I dreamed about. I want to be a wrestler. She bet on herself, and now she's with the Impact Wrestling family. And the wrestling business is subjective. And like I always say this, Paul Heyman saw something more than me than a Vince McMahon. But if somebody sees you as just this referee character, that's probably the only thing you're going to be. If it's your feel, it's your way in, there is nothing wrong with doing it. You never know what opportunity can hit where look at referee Danny Davis. You know, uh, we just watched WrestleMania three. He's a part of it. But you never know what spot's going to open up. But if they're like, hey, we have this in mind for you, it's going to be another two years of your life where that's all you're going to be. And then now she's, again, going to be older. Yeah, It's just, it's amazing how stuff like that works out for you. And for listeners, that's how it is everywhere. Even me doing this show, Dave, how many times, I mean, I came on as a guest or, hey, Tommy, would you mind filling in for this? I did a lot for free to show that I could do this. You guys also have to have a trust in me to see if I'm able to communicate well until I was proud as can be when, you know, I got offered uh, a contract. And then when I was able to negotiate the highest contract, I was like, man, because I deserve this, but I worked hard at this. And everyone should want that in their life. And coming out of this pandemic, that should inspire you to want more and to be better. Because Tommy, what better way to better our lives? Yeah, and Tommy, I love what you said because you did deserve it. And you got the highest contract in the history of Sirius XM and the helicopter that picks you up each and every week onto the ceiling of the Sirius XM towers. But you also said something that's interesting as well. And I want to finish up the show with that is that during this pandemic, you're going to have to adapt and to evolve. I think our two guests today are definitely two examples of that. Thunder Rosa saying, you know what? Yes, I'm the NWA Women's Champion, but I have to do more. I have to do YouTube. I have to do more on social media to keep the momentum and the buzz going. Tasha Steele's during a pandemic available to be a part of impact wrestling. Like if they just sat home and just rested on their laurels, they wouldn't have the position that they have right now. So I think anybody that's listening to the show, even now, even during these tough times, there's ways that you can do something. And I think those are two examples, Tasha Steeles and Thunder Rosa. Absolutely. And, and you know, anything that we do, you know, there's, I have my own podcast that brings me in money. There's so many different ways to earn a living, uh, but you've got to build that name for yourself. And, and I'm happy I did. And I'm happy I'm able to endorse the next generation of people. Awesome show today, Tommy. As always, thank you so much. Thanks to our producer and our mother, Marissa, who always does a great job each and every time we do these specials, Tommy. Again, Thunder Rosa, Tasha Steeles. Make sure you see Thunder Rosa each and every Tuesday on NWA Power. And Tasha Steeles each and every Tuesday night on Access TV with Impact Wrestling. Again, Always listen to us on Busted Open from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Click and like and subscribe to the Busted Open podcast. We'll be back, myself and Tommy, right here on Busted Open. This has been Busted Open's Women in Wrestling special. Check Sirius XM On Demand for more Sirius XM Fight Nation content. And follow us on Twitter at Busted Open Radio. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. 
Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.